Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled Sigh and Cry for the Abominations of the City. It shall be focused on the study of Ezekiel chapter 9. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we recognize the angel walking through our midst, sealing our foreheads with the seal of the Holy Ghost, we pray, Father, for any that have not known you in the power of your resurrection. May you visit them today, and may your Holy Spirit be their portion, that you might seal them eternally into your kingdom. Father, we know that there's no other way by which we could be saved. There's no other way by which our nature could be changed from the sinful Adamic nature that we were into sons and daughters of Christ, living in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So Father, may you meet us in a special way today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Ezekiel chapter 9. Ezekiel 9. He cried also in mine ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause them that have charge over the city to draw near, even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate which lieth toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a writer's inkhorn by his side. And they went in, and stood beside the brazen altar, and the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the cherub whereupon he was to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the writer's inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh, and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. And to the others he said in mine hearing, Go ye after him through the city, and smite. Let not your eye spare, neither have ye pity. Slay utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark, and begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. And he said unto them, Defile the house, and fill the courts with the slain. Go ye forth. And they went forth and slew in the city. And it came to pass while they were slaying them, and I was left, that I fell upon my face and cried and said, Ah, Lord God, wilt thou destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? Then said he unto me, The iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceeding great, and the land is full of blood, and the city full of perverseness. For they say, The Lord hath forsaken the earth, and the Lord seeth not. And as for me also, mine eyes shall not spare, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense their way upon their head. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as thou hast commanded me. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham, titled, Questions and Answers, Part 1. This was preached in 1954 on January the 3rd in the morning. 
We'll begin at paragraph 187 up to paragraph 236. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. Are the 144,000 missing in Revelations the Jewish remnant that we will be part of the rapture of the church over? Is not Israel of the beginning of the... I'm sorry. Towards computer... I'm sorry, just make I get this made out of it went through it, pushed through on the paper. It comes to pass during the one thousand years of Christ rather than that man can live as even modern religious teller. Yes, sir. Now just a minute to get this right. The question is, is the one hundred and forty four thousand which we are a limit of? I want to touch on that first, just to be sure that you, these are 144,000, is the 144,000 mentioned in Revelation, the Jewish remnant, uh, that will be part of the rapture of the church. There's 144,000, I guess, I'm, I'm, well, get this clear in my mind for a second, are the 144,000 mentioned in Revelation, the Jewish remnant, that will be part of the rapture of the church. I want to get that first. The 144,000 is the Jewish remnant, but not the rapture church. Look over now, Revelation the 6th chapter, you'll see them. Then we get the other part on the other side. I have another question in there. What is it? Look at Revelation 6, now before you find it. Now we go to the beginning, it goes ahead and calls back the horse riders and so forth, going forth. When they open the, they'll skip the ninth verse of the 6th chapter of it. And when he opened the fifth seal, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong, I'm in the wrong chapter, it's the seventh chapter. After these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. Oh, what a beautiful question, what a little time to get into it, and have prayer for the After these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow upon the earth, nor on the sea, or on any tree. And I saw another angel descending from heaven, having the seal of the living God. Oh, be sure, this is a wonderful question. And now, watch this dramatic picture. John said, I hear away from the earth now in the spirit, looking back to the earth. And he saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth. Now, winds in the Bible, I haven't got time to run the scriptures for you, but we get this, if there is an answer correctly, then I'll get it some other time. The four, the winds in the Bible means wars and strife. Like in Job's time, you know, the winds came down and it touched the suns and the, you know what I mean, it's, it's trouble. See, now I saw four angels, four angels or four messengers. They were standing on the ends of the or four corners of the earth, holding the four winds. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to, to hurt the earth and the sea. Now that's the coming of the Lord, what he's speaking of, see. Uh, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, so we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Servants. Now remember, the church is not his servant. We are his sons, not his servants. The Jew is always his servant. The church has never been his servant. It's been his children. The servants. And I heard the number of them were sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty and four thousand, all of the tribes of the children of Israel. Now look, all Jews, now watch, of the tribe of Jews, the seal 12,000, the tribe of Reuben 12, 
tribe of Gad 12, Asher 12, and of Nephilim uh, 12, uh, and on down, Simeon 12, and, and Asher 12, and Zebulun 12, and Benjamin 12, and 12 tribes of Israel, so 12 times 12 is what? 144,000, or what? All of the tribes of the children of Israel. Now what? Then were servants of God. Now maybe I can make this clear. Now what? After this, behold, and lo, I saw a great multitude which no man could number. Now here's another group. See? Of all nations, kindred, tongues, and people, Stand before the throne and before the Lamb, having white, having Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And he cried with a loud voice, saying, This is this Holy Ghost meeting. Salvation to our God is set up on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels around about, uh, about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing, glory, wisdom, thanksgiving, honor, power, and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders, now watch, now John is in the vision, one of the elders said, answered me, said unto me, what are these? Now John was a Jew and he seen the twelve tribes of Israel, he know them, but what are these which are raised in white robes? And whence come a day? Where they come from? Now you've seen the Jews, you know them every once. Number them all from tribes and told how many thousand were sealed. But who are these of every kindred kind of nation? Where they come from? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. John knows. I don't know where he comes from. I'm a Jew, and I'm standing there. I see my, my people and see them, sir. And he said unto me, These are they which have come out of the great tribulation. See? The great tribulation. And have washed their robes and made them white in the blood. Not the membership of the church. <laughs> but in the blood of the Lamb. See? Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in the temple. Now, uh, what is this random serving at? In the house. That's the bride. Miss Neville, that's where she's staying. In the house. Serving. That's where the bride's at. Not the servants, the bride. Sir. In the temple. And they set up upon the throne, shall dwell with them, and they shall hunger no more. And this is a few meals, as I didn't want to be here. Hunger no more, neither shall they thirst, neither shall the sun light on them, or any heat, or the lamb which is in the midst of them shall lead them and feed them, and shall lead them to the... To the Living, living fountains of water, and God shall wipe all tears. That's a crying bunch, God, in there. From their eyes, see? Now, notice. They were hungered and thirsted and cried and mourned and buried and come out of tribulation. Say, Look at what's going over. Oh, they're crazy. Oh, my. See? But they cried and they begged. They didn't fuss and stew and... They're just cried and begging, see, and they have all kindred tongues and nations. Now the 144,000 was the Jews. Abraham was God's servant. The Jews have always been God's servants. The Gentile has never been his servant. Now, just have to hurry through this one because we've got two or three more. I'll hurry just to quick again, not to try to overrun these, but I'll come right back and get them again next Sunday, so Lord willing. And spend more time on it. But look, now he saw all four corners of the earth. There's angels standing on four corners of the earth. Actually, I thought it was round. I don't think they had four corners. All right. Now, on four corners of the earth, holding the four wings of the earth, here went the winds, going in the waters and strife to come all over the world. When did that ever happen? Never until the first world war. Holding the winds, and they were striving, going in to take the earth. And now here come another one. Now, if you watch and refer to that angel, 
He's the same angel that come out of Ezekiel 9 when the man comes in the higher gates of slaughtering weapons that are going through Jerusalem to slaughter the Jews. Remember? He says, hold it, hold it, stop it. So you go through the city and put a mark on every forehead the size and Christ for the abominations done in the city. Is that right? right? Then after he did that, then he let him go in his slaughter. That was the persecution of the title. Now, he sees the same angel come forth again, coming to the east from where Jesus shall come, and he has the seal of the living God. Glory. Now, what is the seal of the living God? Oh, that you'll be disputing the world today. Some says keeping the Sabbath day. Some says they're doing this and that. But the Bible said the Holy Spirit is the seal of God. Ephesians 4.30 says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed until the day of your redemption. Amen. See? All right. It's the Holy Spirit. Then what comes? Now, look. Oh, when I think of this, my heart jumps. Now, he said, Hold the four winds until... In other words, we seal the servants of our God in their forehead. The servants of Jews. John turns it, I've seen 144,000 sealed away. Now the winds all started in. And they would have covered the earth and the battle of Armageddon would have took place in the First World War. But now, I have to get another scripture here to show you. Jesus talks about the people that, uh, he said some come in at one hour, another hour, and there's eleventh hour people. The eleventh hour people. Now you who are spiritual, read between the lines because the God is just in a hurry. Now look. Come in the eleventh hour people. And right, now the first come in and receive a penny, the next come in and receive a penny, and the eleventh hour people got the same penny that they came against the first. Is that right? The eleventh hour. Now watch the Jews of our post their authority now. Now when the first world war comes, we're stuck every Jew, they're scattered all the nations, like the first scripture today was asked, how you scatter them above all nations. Right, right, right. And here come the winds coming into Jerusalem everywhere, a world war. And he said, hold, stop it. And so we seal the servants of our God. In other words, we are bringing them in from all the nations everywhere. Bring them in. Because we've got to get them out of here to seal that 144,000. Hold it. And the World War One stops on the 11th month of the year, the 11th day in the month, the 11th hour in the day. That's the 11th hour people could come in the last call for the Jews. And he's going to receive the same baptism of the Holy Ghost as they got back at the beginning back there at Pentecost. He baptized the same way and everything. The 11th hour people moving in. He said, hold it now until we have sealed. How long are going to hold it? Until we have sealed the servants of our God. Now we were sealing the Gentiles. They've been sealed away thousands, times thousands of these persecutions and tribulations. They're sealed away. But wait a minute. Listen now. Don't let the time come until we seal these servants. And he sealed 144,000. Then the winds was let loose again. Now, notice, and since the First World War, there has constantly been a persecution against the Jews. Up raised Hitler for the Second World War, and when he did, he begins to allow he's going to tear the whole world up, ride her down. Is that right? He's going to tear her up and ride her down. Yes, he was. Everything had to be communism. You remember when he was going to put me in jail right now as a preacher standing in the middle of the that night? Yes, sir. Seems to be three isms in the middle, and he comes from one ism, and that ism would bring forth the persecution that would send Jesus Christ to earth again. That's exactly so. That's communism and and, um, the Hitler and Nazi and so forth, and how the fascism of Mussolini, Hitler, and Stalin. I said, one of them will take the place. I don't know which one it'll be, but I believe it'll be the king of the North. Thirty years ago, those things, and how those have been caught in front of the horny off way back there. And they said, if you preach that, and on this NRA thing, I said, that's not no part of the beast. Certainly not the religious boycott, not that. I said, that's just a foreigner. Get the people ready to know it's this beginning, right here is the beginning of Sarah. Right here is where we start in. Right here is when the, when the time begins to set folk down. Notice, at that time, now the persecution come upon the Jews. 
and he began to persecute them from every nation and drive them right into Jerusalem. Is that right? Everyone, they're going out, and we will have a hundred and forty-four thousand. Look over here, little father, Revelation. Where John, Mr. Bohan, down here said, he said, I couldn't read that Revelation. said, there was a bride standing on the Mount Sinai. said, there was a bride up down in heaven. And said, there was a bride in the water, dragging, spurting water out of his mouth to make war with it. He said, I said, Mr. Bohannon, the thing of it is, you've got the wrong thing to the bride. I said, the Jews are standing on Mount Sinai, the 144,000. The bride correctly was in heaven with Jesus, and the dragon was putting water out of his mouth or make war with the remnant of the woman's seed. That was this group here that had to go down. Uh, see? The remnant of the woman's seed, the sanctified church, without receiving the Holy Ghost, that's the one to make war with. See? Here they are, his three tribes always keep them three in mind. And here you see around the 144,000, around that great redeemed bride, and this remnant was left. There they are, there's the Jews there, sealed 144,000. Here's the ones that sanctified that refused to get the Holy Ghost. The church will persecute against me. A Roman church man will persecute him. But the bride's already raptured into heaven. There they are, placed exactly the way the Bible said it would be. So the 144,000 are Jews. God's servants. And when the Holy Ghost gospel is preached to them, and they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, just exactly like they did in the beginning, the Gentile dispensation is finished, the church is sealed away, the rapture comes, the Gentile day, the gospel is preached everywhere, hammered amongst the Gentiles, pulling the same, trying to get every feature is in the water to come in, and look out of the biggest bar of the, the hall is all turtles and water spiders and so forth, just as soon as the revival is over, they go right back out in the world again, the peace is almost already strung up. See what I mean? The gospel's been preached. You don't hear the more crying, no more mourning, no more signs, crying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They like to come in, whether they lay hands on them, but the hundreds and they carry on and dance, maybe, or something like that. That's all right. But that's just the attributes. The person Christ Jesus produces a real thing and keeps that person secured in Christ until he comes. There he is. And that, that one's no more crying. The doors are just about shut. The nets just went forth. It's about as right time as the few to pull like that the kingdom of God, the doors are closing. Then what's the next thing? The Jews have got to receive the Holy Ghost and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, along with they persecuted and made part of, and there, as soon as the Holy Ghost is represented them, they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the Gentile church is captured, and those who refuse, and it's all for their justification. The dragon, the Roman power, first the water which will unite with communism, and take the church into a persecution like that. There we are, picture exactly. Oh, brother, when we see it coming, that's the reason I'm praying, that's the reason I'm crying to God. Lord, when they get to those Jews, let me start in down here in Africa, work with a few of those Gentiles and Mohammed. Let me go over here in India and try to produce and say to them the real Lord Jesus Christ with his power, his miracles, his baptism, everything in the Holy Ghost. Then when we come to Jerusalem, brother, you know, this is what you asked about. When he comes to Jerusalem, instead of that, I say, now, if Jesus is the Son of God, is ready to be he knows the things just like he did back there in the beginning. He can produce the same life that he did back there. And if he does, will you accept him as your personal Savior? And then show the God by his great power and means of his resurrection power he's with us. Then when they do that, say, now, you that have received him as your personal Savior, I hope there'll be thousands of them. Say the same Holy Ghost that told me to let me come. His life here for you. There the gospel goes back to the Jews right there at that time. Then there will be a revival amongst those Jews out there who cast thousands and tens of thousands and 144,000 into the kingdom of God will be sealed by the sealing angel. I trust that he's coming from the east. That's the way he is from us now with his seal in his hand. Then all I want to do is shut it on there. I'll set a persecution 
get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy word which You've spoken to us out of today. May all that we've heard percolate to the depths of our hearts and spring forth as a well of everlasting life. We thank Thee, Father, to know that heavens and earth will pass away, but Your word will never pass away. So help us, Father, to constantly look at ourselves in the magnifying glass of your word and compare our experience with what your word says to make sure our lives are lining up with the gospel. Speak to us today upon these words. May we meditate upon them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. To present the life of Christ It's my aim today For in His image I want to stand So blameless on that day And though this world may criticize it can never understand That I can rest Until I be a perfect man A moment here and a 
Like a flower he fades away But I just want to stay right on To that perfect day
Wondering 